All right, we're back on the show where the Malapert Smarks. Well, I'm a Malapert Smark. I think Vlad is a Malapert Smark, right? I mean, I don't know about Robert though. Robert is very respectful to these wrestling companies. Thinks they're they're trying to so, give us entertainment. I, I mean, <laughs> if you so any type of criticism it means that you're a Malapert, right? So, it, well, so you can't even criticize these shows. It's pretty disrespectful because we have nothing to do. With, with wrestling, you know, like it's it's be like people will say basketball, like you've never played basketball, so what can you say? like Charles, right? Charles Barkley, he would say you never played, so you don't have the right to really right. talk. I guess we've never been in the yeah. wrestling business, but we know what we like and we know what makes us fall asleep, and that's <laughs> <laughs> that's that's inarguable. Anyways, Vlad's here, uh, Robert's here, I'm here. I've had a fucking, I've been run ragged, man. I've been tired. I'm tired, but. I'm here to do the show. This usually marks the end of my work week, and I'm happy to be here. Uh, my dog was, like, barking at 4 in the morning for no reason, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I had to wake up. I went out to take her for a poop to see if that was it, but nothing. So I don't know what the hell's her problem. <laughs> Sometimes anyways, they just bark because they hear stuff, dude. They hear sounds. They, there was nothing going on. There was nothing going on. They got and, you. You think so, but they have really good hearing, so you don't know. Anyways, we're here to talk about the week in wrestling. Let's not be like these other podcasts that talk about bullshit for an hour waiting for you to get to the wrestling talk. Let's get to the wrestling talk. We're here to talk about pro wrestling. We love wrestling. So the last thing we talked about last week was Dynamite. So since then, I guess there's been SmackDown on June 12th. Uh, if we want to talk about WWE for a second, I'll just gloss over it because, uh, you know, it's it's too much. But we're not going to go in detail into WWE like we do uh, AEW. But uh, we got uh, SmackDown. We had the, the Bloodline angle with Solo and uh, the Usos, right? I don't know if you guys... I watched this with Robert at my place, actually. Oh, this, was, <laughs> oh, this past Friday. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this was... Uh, Jay, Jay Uso got a, a US title shot. And what is the story here, Vlad? Can you tell this to me? Paul Heyman is, is trying to get Jay Uso back into... The bloodline to choose him so he got him a Basically. u.s title match and then jimmy uso was trying to interfere solo came in it was a big mess jimmy kicked jay right. by accident here and now uh they're they they've got issues so you know jay and maybe jay and jimmy but you know you know all these accidents it was an accidental kick so austin theory retained the title there's all kinds of drama in the bloodline we don't know who jay's which side Jay's gonna pick? He's gonna stick with his brother. He's gonna go to this to the bloodline. It's good stuff though, right? If you guys got any comments about that, or else I'll move on to Raw. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean it's great stuff. It's probably the only good thing on SmackDown, I would say. Uh, but it's been that way for a while. I mean, on Raw you have whatever Cody's doing, and then on SmackDown it's this. So, but yeah, this is as as good as WWE can do it at the moment. And when Reigns is it there, it's going to be even better, you know. But, you know, he's not there every week, but when he's there, it adds to the to the entertainment. But, yeah, this is this is good. This is good. I have I have no real complaints about yeah, me, this. Me and Robert were enthralled with this, right, Robert? <laughs> well, I think we fast-forwarded to, to, like, basically the main event and any of the bloodlines. Guess, well, just sure. like this show. I, I mean, we didn't okay. talk about the rest of SmackDown. I mean, there are some stuff there on SmackDown, but I just, but, we okay, just got... I, the, the parts that we did see, I, I did like. <laughs> it was mo mostly, like, the bloodline stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just too much. We got... we. I'm trying to keep this show, like, about an hour. It's too much to get to. I'm not going to go into the, the rest of SmackDown. But let's move on with the week. So we got to Raw. Raw was on June... Uh, 12th and uh, actually the Smackdown I got the date wrong that was on June 9th but Raw on June 12th was what do we got Cody here oh Cody's in a feud with um, Dominic Mysterio and Rhea Ripley and Vlad texted me asking me if he thinks this is a good feud or if I have any issues with this and I don't because it's really you know Rhea is in involved in this and have Cody and Rhea in the same storyline together is pretty good to me so I have no issue with it um, I think this is going to be good I mean, we're all waiting for Brock and Cody 3, so this is just like a holdover. So Cody's got to take care of that, and he's got an issue with Dominic being res disrespectful to him. So uh, I like this. I think this is good. No issue with this storyline. You guys, Robert, do you know about this? Have you been watching this? No, that's that's news for me. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, it's uh, Cody's not going to be in the Money in the Bank. 
this okay. pay-per-view. You know, although he wants the title, he's also being distracted with uh, Dominic Mysterio now because Dominic Mysterio came in last week, disrespected him, slapped him in the face even as he was running away. So Cody challenged him to a match at Money in the Bank, which I think is good. These are two good workers, second generation, both of them. Okay. Um. So I I think that this show that um like I said, I'm just finding out finding out about this right now. I I think this shows like WWE has a lot of faith in Dominic to you know match him up with Cody already. Like he's still like very new in his career. So um good for him. Uh, I I think Co- Cody should go over obviously, but but uh yeah, but good for Dominic. You guys, are, yeah. Black, can you yeah, see sorry, what I'm sharing there. or no? Are, are you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I see, I see oh, the screen. Yeah, I see it. All right, yeah. just making sure it's working. Go on, Black. Yeah. Any thoughts about no, was, uh, Cody? Yeah, and I was Dominic? just gonna say. Well, the reason I like it, I mean, obviously I'm a big fan of Cody Rhodes and his work, uh, but I think the what really makes this work is Dominic. Honestly, <laughs> he is I, becoming. If he's not already there, the best heel in the company. He is really, really good. Like the slimy heel, the he's really doing a great job. So I give him full credit. I think there's a reason that Cody wants to work with him. It's because he sees how much heat this guy is actually getting. I mean, you know, the crowd's not letting him speak. They're booing him all the time. He's getting major heat just for opening his mouth before he even can get anything out. So, you know, I think this, I'm happy with the feud, but obviously he has some unfinished business with Lesnar and who knows if he'll ever get a title match uh, ever again. But in the meantime, while we're figuring all that out, this is not a bad way to, you know, spend your time if you're Cody, I would say. Yeah, all good, good work here all around. All right, so uh, let's move along. Uh, Other news on Raw, since we're filling Robert in, he didn't really watch any of it. What do we got? Uh, Oh, there was good stuff with uh, Gunther. He's been feuding with uh, Sammy and KO. He was actually in a title match. That was the main event of this Raw, was uh, KO and Sammy against Gunther and um, Ludwig Kaiser. Ludwig, yes. (laughs) Yeah, the the Imperium. The Imperium. And uh, in the end, it ended up being that uh, Riddle came in I guess he's been feuding with Gunther, so that kind of threw them off, and uh, that's how they ended up keeping the title. But, you know, I thought that was interesting, good stuff. KO and yeah, Gunther had a good match the week before. Yeah, the week before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I watched that one, and I loved that match. Yeah. so That, that was, was phenomenal. Good. All right, just just a brief mention, but let's move along. Uh, Finn and Seth. I gotta say, I really don't like this Seth Rollins song that everyone's into. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, if, in case you didn't know, Robert, the fans did not stop chanting it for this entire confrontation. The whole time Finn was trying to talk, they were, he was trying to talk over them going, whoo, I'm like, oh my God, dude. Okay, I get it. But Jesus Christ, I'm not a fan of this song. Vlad, were you as annoyed as I was or what? <laughs> well, if I actually liked the Seth Rollins character that he's trying to portray, maybe I would be good with it. But this character, the crazy laughter, the the nonsensical stuff that he says, uh, the way he comes out and dresses sometimes, I don't understand the, the character. I've tried to. I mean, obviously, I'm fond of his ability to wrestle. I think he's known in the in wrestling as one of the great workers currently going. But this character just... I can't, you can't shake it because it's so bad. I mean, look at the slap that he's doing right there on the screen. It's insane. What is that? <laughs> I, don't mind, I don't mind his laugh. I really don't mind the laugh. I, I just don't like the song. I don't think it's that but good it's a song. it's not natural. It's not natural. He's never was <laughs> like this before. He, it's not, nobody acts this way all of a sudden, you know, unless, you get, unless they can explain that he got clocked in the head and, oops, and this is like a result of like some sort of, I don't even know what, but anyways, that's just, that's my thoughts on it. But yeah, obviously, and I'm not really fond of this. I don't even know, I, I listened to the promo a bit, but it was, yeah, I didn't care for it. I, well, I, I'm not really, a, Finn Balor kind of bores me as, uh, he's a good worker too, but uh, he's kind of, now there's someone that can be, you can say it's kind of dry on the character and I would have to agree. I like Finn Balor. I like his accent. He's obviously a good worker. Um, I said that. I was yes. I was gonna tell you that in my opinion, I think Seth should drop the belt here to Finn. Like, you know, no. since the he just won it. So what? <laughs> I mean, look, if you uni- if the universal title is gonna be like 
one the title that's going to be held by Roman forever. They should have a title that gets bounced around. I want to see some title change. It's exciting, you know. Have well, have judgment. Maybe eventually, take... but not 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 right away. What I, do you think, I'll have Robert? To agree with Vlad, uh, I I don't think he should drop it just yet. Well, the storyline here, in case you guys didn't know, because I listened to this whole damn promo, is that oh Finn Balor got hurt after he won the Universal Title right on the night he won it from Seth Rollins and he thinks that that derailed his career and since then for the past seven years he's now never gotten back to that peak and he blames Seth Rollins in a way and he said he's been waiting years to tell him this so (laughs) that was ridiculous anyways whatever yeah there wasn't much here that's for sure okay okay um, I can't believe that that was seven years ago. Seven years ago, yeah. yeah I, I, was, I still remember. I, I wasn't like watching then, but yeah. I, I he was the first like Universal <laughs> Champion. Yeah. Oh wow! Mm. I was actually not watching at that point. I'm getting filled in no. on stuff like this. This, this were the, yeah. these were the years I no idea. Watching. All right. Anyway, so the next night was June the 13th on NXT, and if you didn't didn't know, last week Braun Breaker um, called out Seth Rollins and asked him for a title shot since Seth Rollins is. You know, giving everyone a title. So he showed up on NXT via satellite or whatever, and he accepted the match. So next week it's going to be Braun Breaker against Seth Rollins, which is kind of stupid to me because they're already advertising Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor at Money in the Bank. So obviously this is not going to be a title change either. Although I would love for Braun Breaker to get introduced into the show by becoming World Heavyweight Champion right off the bat. It would be so cool. But it's not going to happen. So I already know how this is going to end, by the way. Because Braun Breaker's been a bad guy, been just attacking people for no reason. So he attacked Ilya Dragunov after his match against Baron Corbin. So I'm assuming Dragunov is going to come back and fuck this up for him. So this is not going to be a title change. But I don't know. I'm just, I just thought I'd mention it to you guys in case next week you want to watch this match on NXT. On a Tuesday, uh, Seth Rollins is supposed to show up at the performance center to to do uh, this match are they gonna sing his music there too oh my god yeah they're do- they were doing it the whole time here on nxt i don't know people are marks oh, for this song that's the crowd that's the crowd doing it huh? yeah you can see it huh anyways sort of, moving yeah. along oh since i'm since i'm a wrestling analyst i think this storyline that they're introducing on uh nxt is two two new characters who were friends since they were kids <laughs> uh, and uh they they're still friends as adults, <laughs> still hanging out. <laughs> Lucian Price and Bronco Nima. They look really good. They're just you know kind of teasing them. I think these guys could come to the main roster. They look they look built and uh, they've got you know cool silly a cool semi silly gimmick that they've been friends since they were little kids. So I'm kind of looking forward to this. I'll just mention that since I watched NXT. But anyways, let's move on to the big time. Uh, AEW Dynamite is uh, what we're uh, starting here, our review. And it started off hot, right? Adam Cole versus MJF for the AEW World Championship. So, hey, by the way, I'll just mention, um, I listened to the Jim Cornette podcast. And uh, mm-hmm. what the Jim Cornette said that these two guys ripped each other too hard in their little bagging contest last week that they dressed each other down way too much that it kind of made it made like they made Adam Cole look like weak basically just calling out all his weak points and you know calling him skinny and frail like what the heck you know what do, what do you guys think Robert do you, do you think that, that there's any truth to that can you shoot too hard sometimes no I, I thought um well that that was the only segment from the week before that i watched and i thought it was cool i i I thought um when when cm punk and and mjf uh, did their promo battle they they went even harder (laughs) in my opinion Um, (laughs) that's that's true i feel feel like when when uh, mjf goes up against someone that he knows can actually hang with him he like he really goes hard i i don't think he went as hard uh against adam cole personally but it was still good um I know for that to me that that wasn't too hard. It was it was just right. How about Vlad? No. Yes. Yeah. No. I w- I was I'm debating I'm debating. Uh, I I think there's a point to be made where yeah if you make your opposition kind of seem weak. But I was entertained by it, and I don't think I didn't think that as I was watching it. So. I guess I'll have to disagree with them, you know, in this case. I kind of enjoyed it for what it was. But it's there true. was a point to be made, like, hey, this, you know, hey, you make him look too weak, you know, how is, you know, are you building the match or what are you guys going to be building to? But exactly. I still enjoyed it for what it was. Exactly. It was funky that I didn't get that thought at all 
but it's, no, it's a good point. I didn't, th I didn't think so as I was watching, so I have but to But it's, it's a good point, point, though. You don't want to call your opponent like a skinny shrimp that can't even freaking, you know, beat a crack whore in, on the sidewalk or whatever, but I, I don't know. <laughs> well, he, did, he didn't say that exactly. He compared yeah, him but, to a crack whore. Basically, you know, in a way. Okay, all right, moving along, moving along. So let's go through this match. This was a fucking cool match. This was a good match. Um, let's see, I got I got bookmarks today. So uh, I got the stare down, which I thought was pretty funny. They're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Uh, okay, so a lot of heel tactics from MJF, a lot of showboating, right? <laughs> <laughs> he did uh he did the rick rick rude right here i think yeah let's let's well, let's yeah uh, first the flare he did flare and then he did rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's his new thing that he's been doing lately what else there was a crowd and altercation then he, then he did some Shawn michaels stuff yeah oh yeah that's true i might have missed that but he uh he had a thing oh, with yeah, a fan did. i don't know if it was a plan yeah. but nowadays it's an honor to get disrespected by by uh, MJF, you know. <laughs> uh, let's see. We got uh, some mud hole stumping, which I thought the crowd should have been more into that if they don't like MJF. But okay. Um, the stuck in the apron spot. I don't like this. This is my, a, you know, a little tiny bit of criticism for this good match. But I don't like when someone just waits there and waits for their hand to get, you know, stomped on. He he can just move, you know, <laughs> like like right here, like move out of the way, <laughs> I guess. But uh, what else? Let's uh, let's move along. Uh, MJF is in control early on. Uh, Adam Cole super. Oh, he hit him. He actually fucked him up right here. Right? Did you guys did you guys catch this? Yeah, he was bleeding from the mouth. Yeah, he's gonna start spitting out blood right here. <laughs> you guys want to see the super kick again? Let's see. Oh. I I have a point to make about this later, but it, he wasn't bleeding from the mouth. You don't okay. think so? No, he put something in his mouth prior. I have a whole, I've written a paragraph about this whole match. <laughs> okay. As I told you yesterday. Okay. I have okay. so many thoughts. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's see. Adam Cole takes control in the middle of the match. Let me see what happens here. There's a boom attempt. Uh, oh, here's a nice move. You guys want to see some nice wrestling between MJF and, and uh, what is this? A, do a double underhook shoulder breaker. I mean, Adam Cole's the type of guy, the type of size that, uh, you know, but th he didn't really sell it. And then he goes into his own move. Okay. So there's a little criticism for me. You know, he took a big shot, but he ended up returning the move immediately afterwards and pinning him. So, okay. I'm taking some points off there. Um, let me see. A tombstone on the apron here. Uh, MJF did good with this. Looked pretty safe. He didn't fuck him up or anything. So that was good. Uh, the elbow drop. This was fantastic. Look at MJF right here. <laughs> His face. Um, I don't know. Not the best elbow drop in history, but, you know, okay. Yeah. Um, he's no macho man. but Yeah, he's uh, no macho man, but okay. Uh, and then Adam Cole uh, barely beats the count. Um, Do you have MJF's face when he does it? Because this is great. This yeah. is okay. Right okay. there. This was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Uh, <laughs> Uh, where's this? A straight jacket German suplex on the apron. I mean, good, good selling, good work all around. Uh, excellent wrestling. Uh, okay, so the ref bump. This is where we're gonna start analyzing. Um, so he start. He's arguing with him about the ten count. I think he's like ten. It was a ten count. He thought it was should have been a count out. And then um, Cole, Adam Cole, recovers into the roll up. And then the referee is not gonna be in the right spot here. He should have been further back. You see, then he moves back. For the ref bump, you guys see that or what? Oh, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't catch that live, but okay, now you're watching it back. Hold on, let me let me let me play it back again. Let me see. Uh, I didn't. I don't have it. Okay, I should have had a better bookmark here. So it'll take a second. But look, so the, this is who is this? Bryce Remsburg, what or what? This is Remsburg. Okay, so he's not in position there. Then he moves back where he was supposed to be, and then he takes the bump. So that was bad yeah. too. I'll take some points off there. Um, poor ref bump, man. Poor ref bump. He should have been in position. So he goes to get the belt. Um, he's about to hit uh, Adam Cole with it. And then he sees the referee's going to get up. And uh, he, um, tries he tries to, to do that. He tries to pull an Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. And then the referee <laughs> just happens to fall down. And then Adam Cole has the chance here to uh, hit him with the belt for free, which is uh, – this was pretty nice. This was good wrestling. And then uh, he does – he cheats. He hits him with the belt. This is this is pure cheating, bro. Pure cheating. But okay, I guess MJF brought it in. Hits him with the boom. 
And then uh, the ref's slow to get up, and it's uh, it's he's gonna kick out, so the match is gonna continue. Epic match. So far, this is this is pretty epic, I would say. Um, all right, so we got MJF after this while he's trying to recover. He's got really um, nothing going for him, so he's just gonna pull a low blow, you know, while he tries to distract the ref. And then uh, MJF after that is gonna go for his uh, secret weapon, obviously the dynamite diamond ring. And then for some reason here, they decide to put the ref over and, um, you know, the ref is going to take it away from him, <laughs> which I don't know. They made the, they make these refs look like goofs all the time. But for some reason in this instant, they wanted to show that they had a strong referee. So they put the referee over here, um, takes the ring and Adam Cole hits the Panama sunrise and the boom. And it's pretty much it looks like it's over. It looks like he's he's done enough. To win at this point the crowd is like pretty much ready to to count and i don't know what you guys were thinking at this moment but i was like what the hell is going on because the bell rang right before the three and i thought that he bought the timekeeper right isn't that what everyone was thinking and they no. they did not even mention anything about five minutes left ten minutes left that's that's in my notes trust me <laughs> <laughs> so um the, the time limit draw, it's a time limit draw, nobody wins, and uh, Adam Cole asks for uh, five more minutes, because he grabs the mic and he tells him five more minutes. And I'm thinking, why would MJF give him five more minutes? Is he insane? <laughs> so he doesn't, and uh, he walks away. Very nice little, uh, he, he kind of gets into his face here and uh, looks at him, and the crowd obviously wants it. But it's not gonna happen. This was a good moment right here. Where you, you kinda, I don't know. For a second, it looked like maybe let's do it, but obviously not. So let's go ahead. We went through this match in pretty good detail. Um, let's start with Robert. You want to? Is this a five star match to you? Did you give it five stars no. in your head? <laughs> no. Okay. I don't give a lot of five star matches, man. Oh no. Okay. Who do you think he is? Dave Meltzer or what? <laughs> Um, no, this is not a five-star match, but I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, when when um, Adam Cole came on, I, I was thinking, the first thing that was in my head, I'm like, wow, they're starting off the show with this? I was surprised. Like, I didn't, um, I, I thought this was more something like they would put at the end, that they decided to start off the open with this match. Um, so I didn't. I didn't know about the um, the time limit. Uh, I don't know if it was because you know. Okay, first of all, I didn't watch last week or the week before. I di I didn't. Um, maybe they mentioned it at some point uh, early in the match, and I just didn't pay attention. But when the um, when the time ran out, I was like, "Wait, there was an actual time limit." I had no idea. So uh, I was caught off guard by that. Um, I, I didn't for the first few seconds. I was um, when that happened. I didn't know what was going on. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a great match. Um, one hell of a way to start off the show. Loads of fun. Loads yeah. of fun. All right, Vlad, let's hear your analysis. You said you got a lot of thoughts about this. Let's have <laughs> okay, it. Okay, man. Okay. God, there is a lot to say. So let me just go through my notes here, okay? Okay, so I will say that it was a stellar match. I, it was it's not a five-star match because there's there was a lot of stuff that was a little wacky in this whole thing. Some of it is a little nitpicky. I, I'll say, but you know, if we're talking about perfection or we're talking about five star match, you can't have a five star match with some of these things. Some of it is just downright insane. Like, what the heck was going on here? But, anyways, great match overall, like I said. But let me just pour, put some criticisms, you know, because I think. Please, I'm so we're the happy that the show, Yeah, we need I'm still happy overall. I'm still happy overall that the sh the show started this way, not with Orange Cassidy, and that this was lasted forty <laughs> minutes. That this lasted forty minutes, which is uh, they gave them a lot of time to work here because they see that this is there's something here, there's an angle here, so it's good. Uh, okay, but some of the okay some of the criticisms that I'll say, I mean Adam Cole, I like him, but the super kicks where he he slaps his foot and knee all the time, it's really distracting, dude. I mean, and you see it too. It's not he's not even trying to hide it. Okay, so that's bad. Okay, this is a slight criticism to MJF. The thumb to the eye in front of the ref. I mean, why is that in front of the ref? I mean, the, that can't happen in front of the ref. He, the way Flair used to do it is like when the ref wasn't looking or something, not like right in front of him, he just gouges his eye. That's insane. Um, okay, 
the table spot was nice, but I've never understood that spot, how that's legal if it's not a no DQ match. I don't understand how you could just drive your opponent through a table and not be a DQ. Okay, whatever. That's just a slight criticism. That's just my own thing. I know that happens all the time, but I just, I've never understood that. Yeah, good MJF, point. MJF, I don't, I just don't get it. Okay, MJF's is great here. His facials throughout the whole match was fantastic. He was just tremendous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he sold this match like like nobody's business. He, I mean, he's he's the whole feud he's carrying completely. You know, it's even though you know Cole did good work here in the match. MGF like just with his face is carrying this whole thing. Um, the one thing that I'll say, sorry, I'm looking through my notes here. If you're gonna oh, yeah. bleed, if you're gonna bleed, can you cover it up a little better? I, 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 maybe you guys didn't see it, so maybe I I feel alone now. But I'm sure. I'm sure when Cornette reviews this, he will tell you what he saw. Yeah, I missed yeah, it. I thought he got kicked in the face. That was no, good. Man, it put, looked good. He, he, you got to go review it back. He put something in his mouth, and then, and then he after he after the kick, and he's kind of like slightly bleeding, which really didn't do much. Why why even have that spot for a bleeding spot there? It didn't really it wasn't necessary, but whatever. He, then you kind of see him throw something out of his mouth into in, underneath the apron, which was yeah, weird. I, like, I guess that. it was like some. I, I yeah, so it was like something. Yeah, so it was like something that like probably burst, like some sort of that made it seem like he was bleeding from his mouth. I don't know. I'm I, I'm not familiar with what they use, but whatever. Um, let's see what else. Okay, right. Okay, what's up? Okay, I did have a thing with the apron spots. How many times they worked? I think that those are a little bit dangerous, but I'm gonna leave that one alone because there were so many other things here. So then the ref bump, the ref bump, right? So then Rumsburg gets up. This is the part that killed me. He got up already on his feet, so it looked like you know they were gonna catch him with the belt, but then he falls back down again. What? Who? How? Why does he fall back down again? That made no sense. He was already yeah. on his feet. He just he crumpled all the way down again. That made no sense. You know yeah. what? I'm, I agree with you sense. because he didn't even get hit that hard. But maybe he was <laughs> no, supposed he to wasn't. get hit harder. Okay. <laughs> he's he's selling uh, something yeah. that was supposed <laughs> to have happened, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm just trying to think what else. Okay, but it just it just wasn't really believable. But you know, I just I don't want to take away from the match because both guys are really great. But this was there's still so many little thi- little things that could have added to it that made it better if they just stopped with some of the silliness. Okay, and then at the very end, they didn't even a- announce that there there was any time. I mean, the time limit at all. That that to to have it like, the bell ring with when he's they're about to count to three makes no sense. Okay, that's just the dumbest thing. <laughs> That's literally one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Okay, that's one of the worst one of the worst ways to end a match. I mean, I understand like if they said like okay, you have 30 seconds left or a minute left and then they and then he couldn't get the pin in that time or like he was about to but like he couldn't like whatever. I understand. But that when he's already about to count to 3 like right here where he's about to do it. Well, no, that's the one where he kicks out. But whatever. Uh okay, I mean, like I said, there were some dumb stuff here throughout the match, uh but overall, so I can obviously not a five-star match because of that, but Overall, so what do you give it really then? Good work. Give it a, a star probably, rating. Uh, uh, probably, I'm thinking just the work alone, I think it deserves a four, but I think I'm going to take off just, I'm only going to take off half the thing for all the silliness that I just mentioned because I really like the work that these guys did. So I'll say three, three and a half. Three and a half. How about you, Robert? You got a star rating? I think I'll agree with that, three and a half. I don't know, man. I think, I think I'll give it a four star just because yeah. of the excitement. I mean, it's fair. It was exciting. It was exciting. It was exciting. It was there exciting. was there was angles. There was storylines. You know, yes. it was there was all kinds of drama in this. So I mean, I, I also want to say not only is MJF the best like character, he's also the best wrestler. His matches are always tremendous. He's just the best wrestler. They, he's the best. He's the best I've seen in a long time. I mean, I mean to be honest, if he was in WWE, like some of the silliness would not. They wouldn't like let him do some of the stuff that would like be obviously get caught. So he would be even better, I think. But you know, as far as his match, anyways, right. that's just my little. Uh, we'll see thing what on. happens in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Well, excellent we way will, to start the show, though. But I will mention at the end when I do my ratings what I thought of them starting with this on the show. So that's a teaser for later. But I I will agree yeah. with you, Vlad, that him the referee like being so messed up um, from that slight ref bump was a little. Uh, was a little weird but i'm thinking they messed that up i think he was supposed to take a a harsher bump but he was not in good position so maybe i think that kind of screwed that i didn't catch i didn't catch that so you might be right that's the one thing i didn't even put in my notes is this the bump that he was supposed to take all right well let's move along we got the rest of the show to talk about here um let's see let's go to my next bookmark we got uh, cm punk baby yeah so the show's starting off good we had mjf adam cole 
a uh, video package for CM Punk. I didn't really write down anything that he said, but he said some no. basic crap like I've I've got uh, unfinished business. You know, I don't think they should really make him make it so exciting that he's coming back. Don't don't uh, don't don't let the people think that this is going to be a big deal because he's he's just going to get hurt again. So don't build it up. <laughs> well, Stop building. They're trying to sell the show. Uh, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not against it. Stop building it. Stop building CM Punk up, man. Let it be a surprise if something good happens. You keep building him up for these long ass angles that he keeps getting hurt for. You know, I see a lot of comments on YouTube about this collision match that they're like, "Oh, it should be a great match if CM Punk doesn't get injured in the first three minutes." You know, <laughs> so <laughs> whatever. I'll get excited about CM Punk when there's something to be excited about. All right. I'm, I'm, it's nice that he's coming back, but let's move along. Uh, I like this next segment a lot. This was uh, Sammy Guevara's coming out for an in-ring mm. interview with, um, what's her name? Renee. Renee, Renee Paquette. So uh, he's got this mature shirt on. You know, he's got a collared shirt because he's about to be a father. So he's, got, mm. <laughs> he's trying to look that's, more mature. Oh, that's why. Mm. And uh, um, so he says he's going to have to make some changes in his life now that he's going to have a kid. So immediately I'm thinking, yeah, this just probably means he wants to leave JAS because the Jericho Appreciation Society is just filled with nothing but lowlifes, right? <laughs> Daddy Magic, Cool Hand Ange, and Jake Hager. Like, you know, I can't, I can't be hanging out with these people if I'm gonna be having a family now. Although Jake Hager has a kid, right? And a wife. So uh, Darby's music hits. And he wants to come out and tell him. What does he tell him? Uh, Darby comes out, tells him basically. Oh, you know what? Let me mention the thing that Bar Darby said about uh, the four-way match they had. He said he just lost fair and square. Although uh, some wrestling analysts think that he got fucked and that that should have been the next angle. But he's like, no, nope, I lost and I'm just going to start from the bottom now so he's cool with the ending i guess which is technically i guess true because the four it's a four-way match and it had there were no rules so the fact that mjf used the belt i guess it wasn't technically cheating so okay so darby's going back down to the bottom there's going to be no match between him and mjf if anyone thought that was going to happen uh he tells sammy that people are starting to root for him and that he straight up thinks he should get away from chris jericho and that's when uh, Chris Jericho's music hits, and he comes out, and he tells uh, Darby to mind his own business, right? Kind of true. <laughs> hey, by the way, if anyone has comments, just go ahead and jump in, you know? I'm just going through what happened. If anyone has any thoughts about anything here, just go ahead and say it. Well, um, well up, up to this point, I, I, I do want to say that I feel like as I was watching this, um, at least in my opinion, um, to me, this this was uh, Darby Allen looked like um, he looked like he was actually comfortable with the m microphone. I I think this is the most comfortable I've seen him on the mic. Because um, uh, I don't know, there there in in the past whenever he talks, I I sense like some sort of awkwardness. But like he he just seemed like you know like talking naturally. Like he's just expressing how it feels. Um, I didn't sense any nerves from him. But that that was my impression when he started talking. Yeah, uh, like, I'll I'll agree. <laughs> He looks good. Yeah, he's he's getting better. I'll agree with that. So uh, MJF, no, uh, it's not sorry, MJF. What am I saying? Jericho. Jericho tells uh, Sammy, he's like, why didn't you, uh, why didn't you call me the whole time you were, you know, in that feud? You know, I could have helped you. And Sammy's like, yeah, well, you know, you didn't call me. I could have helped you against Adam Cole. Same thing. Burn. So. Um, <laughs> So Jericho starts to get a little bossy here, uh, tells him that, you know, he thinks Sammy's getting a little ego from being in the title match, and he demands an apology, right? Pretty heel stuff here. And uh, Sammy's like, uh, I'm not apologizing for shit, right? That was a good that was a good line. Crowd popped there a little bit. And um, let's see what happens next. Jericho thinks, uh, he thinks they should team back up. But he said it in a weird way. He said, we should team up and so that you, you'll know, remember who your boss is. So he's 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 putting pretty heel here. He's really pushing Sammy away. So they're they're kind of they're leading the storyline here pretty obviously. But um, let me see. Uh, Darby Darby interjects here about an idea for a match. He said although Jericho calls himself the Wizard, he's lost all magic in the ring. So another shoot, you know, another shoot too hard in my opinion. You know, it's basically saying you can't wrestle anymore. <laughs> You're too old. So. Uh, you know, a call back to what we were talking about earlier. But um, 
Jericho says he's going to kick Darby's ass two on one. And he tells uh, uh, Sammy, let's go kick his ass. And Darby's like, he's not alone today. And Sting's music hits and um, Sting comes out. So this was supposed to be um, Sting and Jericho's first face off is what the commentators were saying. That they've never faced off in the ring in WCW or anywhere else. So it's a pretty um, iconic moment, I guess. You could call it that. Jericho and Sting. Strong start to the show here, you know, the first match and all this stuff. So uh, um, Jericho uh, sticks his bat in in Sting's face, right? You know, I think it's kind of interesting that these two are feuding because I always thought that that they should have never let Jericho use the bat. You know, that's Sting's thing, right? So Jericho, uh, he's going to he's going to leave here and uh, he tells uh, Sammy to come with him. But Sammy doesn't go with him. And then he points the bat at Sting again and and Sting kind of hit him hit the bat away which i thought was a cool moment sting looked pretty badass here so uh let me see what else what else happened i think that was it jericho just leaves and um they're they're uh pretty much leading on the road to sammy being on his own and being a baby face a father someone that the people can root for huh i like this i like this yeah. a lot i'll start with vlad on this one what did you think of this segment i mean i don't know i I'm not feeling it as much as you guys did, I guess, or maybe as much as you did, Kaylin. Sammy, I don't think really got allowed. I don't think the crowd was really into it when he was just talking by himself, trying to be like uh, a baby face now, like, you know, I'm a father. And the crowd was kind of like, eh, well, all right, you know. (laughs) But yeah, obviously things things did pick up a bit when, uh, you know, Darby came out and then, you know, he said, hey, you know, what, you're going to be following Jericho for the for the rest of your life or you're going to finally man up and try to do things on your own. Okay, whatever. And then Jericho comes out and there was some, I guess I will say like, you know, he said some things, you know, like saying that, you know, that Sammy should fall in line and that, you know, he, that he, he needs to be reminded who the boss is. This was okay. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't in love with it. And then obviously the Sting and Jericho, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what they're, I, I'm guessing it's going to be a Sting Jericho match that's down the line, maybe for that, that um what's that the Wembley stadium show everybody keeps talking about maybe that's what they're pushing for hmm. otherwise I was thinking mixed I, I don't have a lot yeah because could could they get a good match out of Sting and just Jericho I mean that's tough to imagine I don't know man I don't I, think uh, so I I can't even imagine how that you want to see Sting versus know? Jericho Robert uh, at this point of their career I'm not too excited about it <laughs> This yeah, I was like, thinking uh, Darby and Sting against, you know, Jericho and one of his flunkies, you know. Like, uh, but where does Sammy fit in on this then? What is he just, this is just a way for well, him maybe, to go. Well, maybe this is, uh, maybe this is all a ruse and he's going to stick with Jericho. That would be, uh, that would be pretty heel. That would be a pretty yeah, good heel surprise. Possible, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that'll be a mixed tag match. I don't, I can't say I was in love with this, but it wasn't bad. This is still way better than anything they've been doing. So I, I can't say, like, I can't be too critical, you know, when this is still way better than the things that they've been giving us the last whatever amount of months. But, yeah, okay. You know, it wasn't All bad. Right. It was not bad. Moving along. Robert, you know this guy? You're our new, you're our resident New Japan um, expert. I've seen him a few times before he was champ, but um, not, I'm not as familiar with him as I am of, like, yeah. Okada and Tanahashi. Sanada. Um, yeah. He's- but, but I remember seeing him before. He looks good. Bad. He mm. looks, uh, he looks, you know, like a like a strong dude. I guess he looks like a badass. So uh, he put out an open challenge here for Forbidden Door, and um, he's the guy who beat he beat Okada, I guess, to get okay. the title. So I, I I just read that today. I didn't see that match or anything. Um, so anyways, um, there's gonna be an eight man tag after this. Sting and Darby are already in the ring, and they're teaming up with uh, Keith Lee. And my guy, Orange Cassidy, baby. And they're facing uh, <laughs> the Mogul Embassy. Here, here we're we already go. already in the ring. Uh, no, I'm I'm not I'm gonna skip to the ending of this match. I mean they, they had a match, you know. Yeah. And uh, there's, oh, nothing, look at this. there's literally nothing to say about this match. Well there's a spot here where they picked up Keith Lee, you know. <laughs> I guess that's that's an accomplishment, even though it took three guys to, to do it, you know, that's kinda <laughs> still like a, a funny thing. Um Let's see, Sting, oh, oh, there was a part here where Sting kind of got nailed. I don't know if he got nailed, like, for real, because he was, like, he looked like he was hurting. Unless he's trying to sell 
like I'm a, hey, I'm an old man because it lo it looked like he was kind of struggling. That, here. that looked bad right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and plus, there's this big, enormous, giant dude like fucking barreling into him. Um. So, but the the ending I liked. The ending was um. What happened? There was a a coffin drop out to the to the uh, top to the outside, and Sting recovers, lays into Brian Cage, and uh, he um. Let's see. He's gonna put the scorpion on him. And he picks him up for uh, a backdrop and then orange punch. And then that leads straight into the scorpion death drop. I like that. So I thought this was good too, to be honest. For an eight man, Sting's a guy who ended up getting the pinfall. That's nice for the crowd. They let him. They finally let his music play out because I think he has a badass theme song, which never gets to play out. So I like this too. I don't know. This was feel good stuff to me. I don't know if you guys had any feeling about this match whatsoever. I know it's one of those dumb no. eight-man matches. I, have no, but... I don't. I don't want to. No, I don't. I have nothing. I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> just, can we leave it at that? What are, Unless Robert, Robert wants to say something. Unless Robert yeah. wants to say something. Yeah. Did you, did, did you have any feeling about this match? I thought it was nice. It's okay. I hate it, but also at the same time, remember I, I haven't watched the past few episodes of Dynamite, so I didn't know if 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 there was a build up to this at all. Like, what was that? You know, funny I, that I you no funny that you mentioned that, dude. Because it's funny that you mentioned that because uh -huh. I also I have been watching and I completely couldn't figure out why they were feuding. Okay, all right, well there you go. Uh, I was <laughs> exactly. trying to think like what 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 was the setup for this? <laughs> okay, um, I mean. I think there's something about the Mogul Embassy being dicks to guys like uh, Orange Cassidy and and stuff, and uh, they're helping helping them out. And Keith Lee was involved because he used to be tag partners with Swerve, and they turned on each other. So I don't know. It wasn't really well done. Yeah, the storyline of it was bad, but the the match itself I thought was kind of nice for the audience there. But let's move along. Um, what's next? The Guns Gun Club. So they don't want to admit that they're associated with Jay White, even though they helped him beat Ricky Starks last, last week. They deflected that question and instead said they want to challenge the Hardys to prove that they're the better brother tag team. Very random the way they challenged them. I thought this could actually be something interesting, the Guns versus the Hardys. That could be like a feud. That could be like a pay-per-view feud. Instead, they said, no, nah, we want to challenge you and prove we're better than you and we'll do it next week. Eh, I don't know. Uh, Vlad... Any thoughts on this? I I thought this was not good. This is not good. No, this is this is a step back. Why? Hopefully, I mean they have this moment where they look like they're you know joining or I guess I look like they might be joining the the Bullet Club Gold um, team, uh, but now they're like, uh, well, now nah, we don't want to talk about that. We're just gonna fight the Hardys next week. And I'm like, what? Okay, yeah. well, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. I don't I know. Didn't, I, I didn't. I didn't care for that, but. I don't know what where it's going, but I didn't care for the way this was presented. I don't know, Robert. Unless you have a comment about this, I mean, it might be a nice match. The the best way to get some heat is to talk bad about Renee's hair. <laughs> oh, oh, they mentioned about her hair. I forgot yeah. about that. Is that what they said? Does she have bad they, they hair? Were, yeah, at the very end, they were. Uh, I felt the exact wording, but they they said something about her. Hair. I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right, interesting. Yeah, move on. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Not, not uh, much here, exactly. Wardlow, the TNT champion, versus Jake Hager, who jump started it, and um, these guys had this that awful MMA match. Remember on Dynamite? Oh my God! Yes, during... I I try to forget that, but you remember you that, Robert? Right they had like a a shoot MMA match that was worked a worked shoot. And it was like awful. They were throwing each other oh. into like the UFC cage and stuff. I I I don't remember, and maybe I shouldn't remember. <laughs> no, you, should, you shouldn't. It was not no. memorable whatsoever. It was awful. It was an interesting idea. I thought they could have done better with that because they could have just. I mean, I don't have any footage of it here, but they could have just no. like they could have just held each other on the floor like UFC guys do. Instead, they were doing like wrestling moves in the octagon. But. Uh, Let's uh, move on to the end of this match. Arn Anderson thwarts the JAS guys with his fake gun, and uh, Arn Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes. And uh, Ar Arn Anderson's son Brock comes helps him, and uh, Wardlow's gonna win with the uh, powerbomb symphony. So whatever. We all knew that was gonna happen. I don't think anyone thought Jake Hager was gonna win the title here. But post match, Christian shows up on the big screen. They're going to have a rematch for uh, the TNT title on Collision this Saturday. 
So, I thought uh, he said that there were, it was going to be the dinosaur versus, uh, or did I hear that wrong? Is it is a dinosaur it? or is it a Christian? I thought I heard the dinosaur versus uh, uh, Warlord Loy at Collision for the for the TV title. Is that what it uh, is? Jesus Christ! I don't know. I we, we had trouble hearing them. <laughs> That's right. We didn't hear them for the first like <laughs> twenty five seconds. Yeah, for That's the first thing. half a minute, we couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audio That's issues. true. That's true. But but yes, I think that's what he said. And I think later when Excalibur was ranting and raving about all the matches, you know how he does at the very end, I think he said that that was one of the the matches, Dinosaur Luchasaurus versus Wardlow at Collision for the TV title. Okay, well that sucks. But anyways, the payoff to this scene was that they took out Arn Anderson because Arn Anderson helped Wardlow win in that ladder match. So they're like, yeah. without him, you're uh, you're gonna be fucked. And they. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. If he got color for that. Like he bladed his head or something. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and he was because he was just out there shooting the uh, 2.0 with his fake gun. What happened? That, that took like one minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they took the fake gun from him and they beat him to death with it. <laughs> <laughs> they pistol. They pistol whipped him. They pistol whipped him with his own gun. With his own handgun. <laughs> Okay, anyways. That's All right, move. Silly humor. No, there's not much to say about this. I mean, it is what it is. I, I don't think, right, Robert, I don't think there's much, there's nothing really that positive about this. this Especially whole... if it's going to be Luchasaurus now fighting him. Well, forget it. Yeah. All right, let's move on to something Robert's going to like. Hiroshi Tanahashi, baby. Tanahashi. He cuts a promo on uh, MJF saying that okay. that belt will never have honor as long as it's in MJF's hands. So... That's been booked for Forbidden Door by the Bookers. And here's uh, MJF being told that he's been booked. <laughs> this was phenomenal. <laughs> this was so good. God, this was so good. He was basically flat here, <laughs> you know, saying that he, yeah. he doesn't give a crap about uh, New Japan and that he's, he's not going to do it. He said he's not going to yeah, do it. Yeah, basically that's what he said. I just wanted to say I don't know this guy. I mean, you, Robert, you probably is, is this Tanahashi like considered one of the better he he uh, wrestlers he, in New Japan. He dominated New Japan for several years before Okada became like the new like top guy. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, he he Tanahashi was the top guy for a very long time. Um, Tanahashi was the guy that Okada beat to become champion, mm -hmm. and then right. he went on a long yeah. run. To, and, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know what to expect. So, can MJF have like a, a good? Not that I mean, I think MJF could have a good match with just about anybody. But can oh yeah, I think, yeah. I think this can be a great together. match. Yeah, he, he's he's good. He's good. and okay. He, if he wins, then, then I'll watch if, it. If if Tanahashi wins, he's gonna play air guitar. It's like his signature <laughs> thing. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. Well, well I don't know about that. Match. Air guitar. Trying, you, you trying to you trying to get me to watch this, Robert, or are you trying to get me to know? <laughs> no, it's it's funny when he does it. I I, I think I, mean, I think it's entertaining. Okay. Right, well, uh, to believe it. Moving on, moving along. I was supposed to have a, a bookmark here, but there isn't one for this uh, Orange Cassidy segment, so I'm just gonna forward. But uh, he's challenged by uh, Zack Saber Jr. comes in, who is the New Japan Television Champion. I was like, who the hell is that? But okay. Yeah, and then Daniel, Gar Daniel Garcia comes in, also oh. my guy, good dancer. And he comes in and he wants what? a shot at the. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Good dancer. Okay. Good you don't dancer. Know Daniel Garcia dance. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. <laughs> oh Anyways. my god. I gotta get a video of, of Daniel Garcia dancing so I can have it here <laughs> ready to go. Yeah. Anyways, good he's going he wants to fight that's... Shibata. You know Shibata, Robert, our resident New Japan mm -hmm. expert. He's the um, ROH pure champion bit, right now. He's kind of new for me, but um, you guys never heard of Zack Saber Jr. Before? I mean, I've only heard of him here in AEW. Okay. I've never. I don't really watch New Japan. I'm just getting into All it. Right. So he's 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 probably good though. He's good. Yeah, he's good. All right, moving yeah. along. I'm not gonna spend too much time on, on Orange Cassidy. Thank I know God. Vlad's yeah. not too Thank excited God. for this tag match next week where he's teaming with Shibata against <laughs> against Daniel Garcia. And what they said, I, I yeah, I just I didn't really care what was going on here, so I just I zoned out during this whole thing. All right, next we got the Battle of the Butts, Sky Blue versus <laughs> oh uh, Tony Storm. With uh, uh, Ruby Soho. He's not, well, he's not completely lying. I'll well, I much, yeah. I don't really have many notes on this match, but there's one spot right, where they the have a, a okay. hip attack battle right here. So she tries to hit it with her butt first, right? 
And then she and then Sky Blue goes for the same move, save with her butt. <laughs> the battle of the butts. Well, this this had a, this had some stuff in this match because uh, what's it called? Sky Blue's uh, mom, I guess, is in the crowd, and they spray paint her face, which is pretty harsh. They even end up winning the match, and they spray painted her mom's face, so that was kind of screwed up. <laughs> but uh, let's let's go to the interference spot. Ruby's distracting, so that. Uh, but... Well, I'll just say it real quick while there's yeah. some time where you're talking. The Sky Blue actually looked pretty good here. I kind of liked her here. Um, there was like the crowd actually got into this match. I felt, and she did some things that I thought were, you know, like maybe there's something here. There's some potential. You know, before I was like always thinking, like, oh, Sky Blue, boy, she's she looks good, but boy, she she really can't do much, and there's really no reaction for her. But I don't know. Last uh, this last week in this match, kind of saw something there. You know, so, I like her. I mean, she has. I like her. Yeah. There's something. She's had a lot of matches on Dark, so hopefully she got there's some, some experience. Hopefully there, she's but... yeah. Hopefully that does something for her. But right, the yeah. other thing I'll say, well, okay, you're go, you're going to maybe I'm rushing to it, but because you're going to the how this match closes to and the what finish. Yeah. Match. So okay, there was so interference. Let, that. Yeah. And uh, Sky Blue, I guess, had her own bottle. Like she she got from under the ring, and she ended up yeah. spraying her face. Yeah, and it looked, this is where it the crowd looked, was going really ape shit. They actually yeah, were doing this. This was good. Well, to see Sky Blue win the world women's title would, would pop really hard. It looked like she was going to win it right there. But right, again, yeah. again, interference from Ruby. And um, what happened here? Where am I? Looks like uh, looks like she's done enough to win. And um, oh, I, this I don't know what that move was right there. <laughs> Did you guys see that? Oh, the one on the, 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 the rope? Yeah, the this one. This, this was supposed to. This was supposed to be like the turning point. So I guess she throws her into the rope. I don't know. That was a little weak. Maybe it was supposed to like uh, be like her. Like sometimes they did that move in the past. Like like it's supposed to like hit their neck or something. Like you know, kind of like a choking them with the rope. I, I don't, I don't know. know. I thought that was kind of a weird weak ending to the match. Like she she just kind of gets flung into the ropes right here. And oh, that's that's the wrong spot. It's this one. We'll, we'll watch yeah. it one more time just to overanalyze. But yeah, I don't know. Okay, so Tony Storm keeps the title. Uh, post match beat down. Oh, did you have anything to say, Vlad? You said you had something to say about this, possibly. I mean, can they, I just the only thing I'm just kind of sick of every after every women's match, somebody is beating somebody up and then somebody comes in. It happens every week. Can either somebody get some heat or can there just not be some this post match nonsense? I, either one without somebody like somebody running in to save the day every week every like and here she comes like it's, it's like it, there's either let something breathe or don't do it because it's starting to annoy me it's starting to annoy me just every week in the women's division somebody is attacking somebody and then somebody comes out and run in real fast and they're running and they save the day and they clear house and whatever it's annoying it's it's like it loses all meaning when you do it every single week just stop either let the heels get their heat or don't have a post-match beatdown. Just let them leave as the victor. I don't know. That's, well, what is leave. Willow supposed to do? Just stay in the back and not do anything? Willow, what is Willow? What does she have to do with this? Who, what does she have to do with this? She's been in this feud with uh, the Outcast the whole time. She's all like her yeah, and Wasita uh, and Britt Baker and everybody, you know. But if, if yeah, you're right. If she was going to help her this much, she should have just stayed with her at ringside. So that she could have. Yeah. What, what good is she? What good is she after the match at this point? Yeah. All right. Well. Anyways, Robert, if you don't have any comments on this women's match with Sky Blue, um, it's your turn. I'll, I'll just say um, I enjoyed it more than I expected to, but then my, my expectations for this match were low. So. Yeah. For sure. There. And that, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Yes. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Uh, I'm gonna move on. Um. Uh, let me move on to the next bookmark. Oh, what the hell? I, there's supposed to be a bookmark. Let's uh, move along. I'll forward it manually. Uh, Jungle Hook. So uh, Jungle Boy is the guy who accepts the open challenge for the New Japan uh, World Heavyweight Championship match. And he also tells Hook, like, oh, yeah, I know we were supposed to be a tag team this summer. But, uh, you know, I got to do this. And um, I don't know. I guess they're planting seeds there of maybe them breaking up already, even though they haven't even been a tag team yet or something. Because he's, he's jonesing for singles gold. So how, how focused can he be on the tag team division, right? So um, that, that, just, that was that. I don't know if you guys have any comments. I'm not really a big no. fan of Jungle Hook. 
I'm not a big no, fan of Jungle uh, Hook. No, nothing positive to say about it. I think there's something they hook is something you could do something with, but what is what are they? But what are they doing with him is the question, and uh, all right, not, all much, right. to, not much is the answer. All right, let's try to wrap up this show. Uh, let's see, we got there was one more package for uh, this trios match they're having with CM Punk and everybody. So they had that, and then the main event is uh, Blackpool Combat Club against the Elite with Hangman Adam Page. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, unless you guys have thoughts about the actual match, I'm going to skip to the ending because no. there was a big... This was, lo- this, was a tra- of, this was another garbage match. This was a lo- There was a lot of action at the end, though. So I'm, I'm going to skip 13 minutes. Yeah, and, a uh, lot of action, I agree. There's a super kick party, and uh, this is how they ended up uh, winning the match. Just a relentless series of moves on uh, Wheeler Yuta, super kick, mm. power bomb, uh, V trigger sandwich, followed by the buckshot lariat. So uh, they, the the Blackpool Combat Club, they they really did a job putting these guys over. I mean, I, I skipped the parts where uh, Claudio and Moxley were taking super kicks too and falling out of the ring, but uh, the Elite win, so they get something back, I guess. But of course, there's going to be an afterbirth, which I thought was kind of fun here, to be honest. But um... <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, I'm actually. I agree. I agree with you. Okay, so here. Let's, have, let, I don't disagree. Let's, let's start. Let's let's walk through it here before we comment on it. So uh, the afterbirth, the Blackpool Combat Club, obviously pissed off that um, that they lost. They're gonna try to beat them up, and then they're saved by of all people. Uh, Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's music hits, <laughs> and um, so he he uh, he clears the ring, saves the day in a way. But there's a little so there, it gets confusing here because he saves the elite for some reason from the Blackpool Combat Club. But Moxley used to be his friend, right? They were best friends. So and then uh, so so they're gonna so he, he's trying to tell Matt Jackson here, you know, don't uh, don't hit him. You know, he was my friend. So <laughs> what the hell's going on here? So then, while all that's going on, they're trying to clear that up, and then uh, Takeshita comes out, and he's um, going to turn the tide in favor of the Blackpool Combat Club. So they kind of go over for a minute until um, who comes in? Kenny Omega. Omega. Obviously. So Ken- so Takeshita's kind of basking in the glory of being the man for a second, and then uh, here's Kenny Omega, and they have a little brawl, which was uh, pretty nice. Not bad. I thought this was a good moment. And then um, there's one more surprise at the very end, which um, was going to be when Kenny Omega was going to hit the um, the V-trigger on Takeshita on the ropes. And, uh, oh, that's right here. So he's going to hit the V-trigger, and he's going to get, well, he's kind of looking for Osprey there. You know, I don't know. He didn't, he kind of gave that away that he was looking for him. But um, there you go. So he's going to get hit by Osprey. So all kinds of run-ins, all kinds of excitement, all kinds of surprises, you know. Overall, the match I, w- I didn't really care for, but it was a pretty nice ending to the show. I thought, um, Robert, did you have fun with all this? Were you were you giddy about this? Was it nice? Yes. Was it well, I, I like Will Ospreay a lot. I um I've seen Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay fight before. I think several years ago. This is before I think even before AEW. I know they they fought earlier this year. I think in a in like new in a New Japan event and yeah, I they've had their watch. first match already. Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't watch that, but I I've seen a match between these two before years ago, and it was amazing. <laughs> so I can't wait to see it again. So yeah, I, I think they're gonna have a good match this time too. Yeah. But what about the whole thing with the Blackpool Combat Club and the Elite still going at it? You still into that or what? Um, I don't mind it as long as it leads to a rematch between uh, um, Brian Danielson and Kenny, Kenny Omega. Uh, I'm hoping that's what ultimately it builds up to. So okay. I'll wait for it. <laughs> All right. Damn. No Don Callis on this show today. He came in at the very end to clap, but uh, <clears throat> I, I missed Don Callis this week. I'm a big fan. But uh, Vlad, what about this uh, crazy ending? You you uh you have fun with this or are you are you whatever about it? Uh, well, I tried to make sense of it. I mean, I, I did have some fun with it. I will say that it was exciting, and at least they tried to make it exciting. The only I have some slight criticisms. Okay, well, first the slight criticism at the very end, like they let the show like they didn't like. Let me how to let me try to explain how to. I'm trying to find the words. Like they, the show kept going even though when it looked like it was, they should have closed. Like it kept the camera kept running. I didn't understand. Like there was a time like okay, he attacked him and then like. That should have been like, like when he put Kenny Omega down. That should have been like the end of the show. But like they kept the camera rolling for him to like yeah, talk. Yeah, like right here. Like he yeah. left. 
Yeah, like, what was that about? Like, dude, cut the camera. What the fuck? Anyways, like, that didn't make sense. Like, they didn't end the show properly. But, the, okay, so Eddie Kingston comes running out. You know, he wobbles his way out. But <laughs> why is he at <laughs> Why is he attacking? Why is he attacking the the guys that he was aligned with prior to like you know when he was on you know when he was on TV? You know I didn't understand that. Like it didn't make sense because obviously he's closer with Moxley than any of these guys. So why is he attacking? Well, um, they I forgot which promotion it was. There, there was another I think an indie promotion where uh, both um, Eddie Kingston and Claudio can't remember the last name. <laughs> I can't even pronounce it. Anyways, they they had a they had a rivalry in that indie promotion. I, I just can't remember what the the name of that was. And so I guess it just carried over onto onto this episode. Um, yes, yes, this is I, true. I, so th- that that's when when I saw him attack Claudio, that that's what I that, that's what I was thinking. It was just like they they have a history against each other. Um, yeah, and, I I and, guess they they mentioned that on the show before too. But yeah, still I guess it was it was still. Okay, fucking but I I I mean I didn't. I couldn't make sense of it. I'm glad somebody could. The other thing, you know, I really, the, the fact that I hate John Moxley is starting to really, you know, I, okay, first he's so unprofessional, it's unbelievable, this guy. He, not only is, does he usually gig himself right in front of the camera, but this time he didn't gig himself, but as Kingston is running in, he, right in front of the camera, he goes over to the Young Bucks and gives them some sort of direction. I, I was just floored by this guy's stupidity at times. I mean, this is the wrestler of the year, the last two years, according to some people. The guy is an unprofessional unprofessional hack of, of the likes I've never seen before. I mean, Jesus. no wonder WWE didn't want this guy. It was unbelievable the stuff he was doing. Um, otherwise, I did have fun with it, though. That was my criticism. Moxley, I, I do not like because that, I mean, to do that right on camera, Right. I mean, I think you having it right there where he's doing it, it's going too fast. So you can't really see it, but it yeah, doesn't even it. matter. What is that about, dude? Why do you do that right in front of the camera? Like, it, it's unbelievable the stuff that this guy does every well, this, week. This scene on, is very complicated. Camera. This is a very complicated scene. People probably didn't remember their oh, position. It's very complicated. It's very complicated. <laughs> well, maybe you should have producers and actually do Or maybe you don't do it if you don't know what the hell you're doing. Then maybe. Oh, it's complicated because you have like 100 run-ins. Yeah. Everybody back in the day, they used to do this all the time and they didn't need, they didn't have this bozo going on camera talking to the opposition giving them direction right on camera ridiculous and totally unprofessional and when Cornet, if Cornette sees this he's gonna completely demolish this but i mean i know that already but if, but if i saw it he's definitely saw it so it's not even a question usually i don't even pick up things because i forward right through it but anyways i don't want to spend too much more time on it because i know you guys have oh the dog you know <laughs> i think i have picked up the dog no nope, so i don't have a, a nervous <laughs> breakdown <laughs> the, i'm just gonna put an end to the show that's an end to today's show thank you guys what? thank you that's for coming wait, on there wait wait you're ending it we're, we're not even uh, you, we, we don't even give grades oh yeah you're right i forgot okay because we're an hour and 10 minutes in this is already one of our longer episodes okay okay, fine. okay. let's just give you're grades right and... you're right vlad thank you for reminding me you're a good co-host all right um, uh, well i i try vlad okay well actually robert you go first Uh-oh. Give us a grade. I'll, I'll I'll give it a B. Um, B B plus. I'll I'll give it a B. I I I enjoyed it. I thought it started off really hot. Um, yeah. uh, you know, it, it wasn't as great, you know, through, towards the end. But it, you know, it was a good, really, really good start. And for the most part, I enjoyed it. There there weren't that many segments that I didn't like. So, okay. Yeah. For me, solid grade. How about you, Vlad? You know what? Based on the fact of the the just the top. Niche, the, just the greatness of the opening match. I'm sorry, I can't even find the words. I'll give it a B minus. I'll give it a B minus, which is the highest grade I've probably given it a AEW Dynamite. Yeah, somewhere in the B. Reviewing the, I don't think I've given it a B uh, at all in any of the reviews that we've done. Well, I'm going to go with Robert and I'm going to give it a, a B. But I was going to give it a, a better grade. I was going to give it a B plus. I was, con- I was considering B plus too, but I was considering B plus. I was even considering B minus. No, there's just two. There's or just A, too a minus. Yeah, I know. A but... minus. No, 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 no. I no, was no, gonna. These days, it's hard to get an A, man. Yeah, I know. I no. know. Well, the reason. Okay, B plus. I was flirting with the B plus for sure. I live with that. The reason I didn't give it a B plus is because I, I mentioned it at the beginning of our show today was that um, I don't think they should start with that great a match. That should be the main event. I like. What if uh, at Star Wars Episode Three they uh, they started at the beginning with Anakin and Obi Wan fighting because they thought, oh, you know what? We've noticed that in Episode One and Two, everyone's leaving the theater early. 
So let's put the good stuff uh, right at the beginning so that they see the fight before uh, everyone leaves. You know, you, you got to plan it so that the good stuff is at the end. Because honestly, I was watching this last night. And after that Adam Cole MJF match ended in the Sting Darby segment and everything, I kind of fell asleep, bro. I fell asleep in like somewhere around the sure. Jake Hager Wardlow match. And I just couldn't, I couldn't stay with it. But if they were teasing Adam Cole and MJF the whole time, then I would have probably um, thought a lot more of it. But um, uh, but you probably wouldn't have paid attention to the first hour or first hour and a half. Then I don't know. I'm know. just saying I would have given it a slightly better grade. I think it's the proper way to format a show and a movie, man. You got to put the better stuff at the end. Uh, traditionally, I agree with you, but the way this company does it, I'm kind of happy that they put this out first, so I don't have to really think that much later on, because I know I wasn't going to be interested in a lot of the stuff after that. So, you know, I yeah. kind of Although there were a lot of mat. <laughs> Although there were a lot of botches, I I felt like since um since the excitement of the show, the excitement of the first match, especially the quality of yeah. it, uh, that's why I was gonna give the whole show a good grade. But I think a B is a pretty good grade considering you know the botches and everything. So um hey one last thing I forgot yeah because I was gonna mention I mentioned to you earlier uh me and Vlad watched that uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode with Chris Candido and Sunny. Oh yeah, you, I don't think. Robert saw it at all, but um, it was it was a good documentary. It was interesting. I mean, we all know Sonny. I think Sonny was a big part of people's lives <laughs> early on when, when we were young. So, Candido, yeah. not as much, you know. <laughs> he, he was a good worker, a good wrestler, but it was yeah. an interesting story. Um, hey, Vlad, quick question. Do you mm -hmm. think eventually Chris Candido would have come to his senses and, like, left her? she was such a train wreck oh. or do you think uh, he would have just yeah, stuck with her like eventually it was... you think so like, I'd, I'd like to think I... he would have come to his senses but he, eventually they, yeah, yeah, yeah they do mention that there was like true love and he, he knew that he was that she was cheating on him and he was like so in love with her that he would just ignore it and that's kind of that's kind of sad I, you know i think as he would have gotten older it would have would have been enough for him. Like she was, she's, a, she became like a total train wreck. At that well, maybe he would have been would... like, oh, I gotta be the one to hold her together, you know, and maybe, stick maybe, with maybe. her. I don't know, Robert. You, you, you were a big Sunny fan, or no? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't care as much. Way back in the day, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought she was cute. I don't know. I wasn't a, as big a Trish fan as Vlad was. Vlad was like a, a huge. Yeah, like Trish, Trish was, Trish was your number one. You guys, Ooh. Trish was your favorites. Um, <laughs> Trish, you know, your, your favorite diva, Lita. Lita. I mean, I think with Sunny, she was just like the first one that they actually started to kind of like sexualize. You know, they weren't really doing that before, so she was like, I guess you could say the original diva in the sense because they were. God, the I definitely liked her better than Sable. I was not a Sable fan at all. I don't know. I was. I didn't yeah. understand that. Yeah, one. I, I thought Sable looked good, but I I wasn't a fan of her either. <laughs> Yeah, not my type. Yeah. I mean, I guess. But all right, yeah, good documentary though, Robert. If you're okay. you got nothing to do, Dark Side yeah, of the Ring. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a you know most of these things are because they're Dark Side of the Ring. There are like fairly tragic stories. So this was another kind of sad tale, given what happens to Candido at the end. All right, all right. Let's let's wrap up the show, man. It was it's an hour, we're an yes. hour and fifteen in. Uh, it was a jam-packed right. show. A lot of stuff happened on Dynamite, so we kind of went more in depth than we usually do. But it was a, an important episode, I thought. Hey, does uh, Adam Cole deserve a title shot now since uh, he he drew or what? <laughs> How's that going to happen? I'll, I'll go with yes. Still deserve a I title shot. Drew, I, oh, oh, like Drew as in a tie. He drew. Okay, yeah, he tied. Okay. Yeah, it was a draw. Oh, so. I thought you meant like he drew like some, like a crap, like he drew. No, <laughs> no. Okay. I, I drew. thought you were talking about Drew. Are they still going to give him a title uh, shot even though it was a draw? I think there will be a title shot. Yes. Man, you know what he should get? He should get another. He could get another non-title match. How about that? That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that first, but I don't think they they wanted to have that many matches. I think they'll set up like where he'll. Yes. Answer. Short answer. Yes. All right, guys. Have a good night. I'm gonna talk to you later. I'll put okay. the show out tomorrow. You should go watch it. All right, man. Take care. All right, guys. Good night. Take care. Good, good night, night, Robert. Have a good night. Have a good night.